Breaking It Down with Frank McKay. This is 1039 LI News Radio. I'd like to welcome everyone to Breaking It Down. Frank McKay here, much more importantly, an activist who has been at it for over 25 years, uh, a quarter of a century. Uh, she has been talking and and speaking up for those who are in need of uh, an advocate. And Marie Tucker is our very special guest. She is uh, someone who has been following the Thomas Valva case since we first heard of this tragedy. Uh, just absolutely unbelievable. And I'm speaking to her uh, day after uh, a letter had gone out, a fundraising letter had gone out by the district attorney, Tim Sinney, uh, using using the uh, the Thomas Valva situation to try to raise money. And um, yeah, I, I don't know quite what he was thinking or what was going on there. But uh, anyway, Marie Tucker, uh, very proud to introduce her to all of you. Marie, how are you? Good. How are you doing, Frank? I'm I'm doing wonderful. If you don't mind, if you can give us a little bit of your history, and uh, and if you can go, you know, go to the beginning where, where it all started. Where were you born? Where were you raised? And and where did you first start uh, understanding that that there were people that needed uh, to to be spoken up for uh, who just didn't have it? Well, I I grew up in North Babylon. Um, raised in North Babylon, and um, and I had a dream since I was a little girl that I was to care for children, and I was told that I had to acquire land, become self-sufficient, and collect children. And at that age, at 12, I had no idea what that meant. Right. But through my life journey, I started acquiring land and found myself taking care of the underprivileged, predominantly African-American communities that were in need of housing, food, clothing, and hope. And um, for years, I was a philanthropist and in, in the streets taking care of the poor. And mostly, I was a landlord giving affordable housing. And the uh, establishment did not like me, and they were not happy that I was taking care of the African-American community and they did everything to take me down because the properties that I owned were of uh, uh, valuable, unique properties. And one in particular is the 134-acre horse farm. And um, there I wanted to build a orphanage recreational educational center for our youth. And the powers that be did everything to take this farm and stop this dream because they did not want me to get children on their feet and stay out of the streets, stay off of drugs, and be oppressed. They, the establishment has made millions and billions of dollars off of the oppression of children. And um, I was a threat. And my father was connected to them all. I call them the Suffolk crime family. My father was very connected to John Scott Prudenti, and Spoda, Steve Ballone, and those are all his buddies. And all of them collectively did everything in their power to steal the farm. And they succeeded. One, one in particular, um, they uh, used the county records room to forge deeds and file them at the records room. Wow. So, wow. 
I don't. My story's pretty long and and drawn out, and oh. and that's when and I had written uh, and spoke publicly at the legislation, wrote my letters to Cuomo, um, wrote letters to the president. I did everything in my power to tell uh, the world that our children are in danger and that we need help. And this was before the Valda case. I begged, pleaded to the legislation. There's tons of uh, interviews and testimony of me speaking um, on behalf of children and begging uh, everybody to help save the children. And um, and then the Valda case happened. Let me and, uh, let me jump in to remind folks that are just tuning in late or just turning on their radios. Frank McKay here, so much more importantly, Marie Tucker is our first time guest here, but hopefully not not the last time. She has uh, again been fighting for those who need a voice and just don't have one, and uh, for so many years, and and now. Um, we're in a situation where uh, just a, a terrible situation that that happened with Thomas Valva and the, uh, you know, it, it, more than anyone, Marie Tucker has been following this case and speaking up and, and so forth. She's been absolutely great. Marie, let me uh, let, let me ask you about the, uh, the, the, uh, the case with Thomas. When did you first hear about the situation? When did you hear about it with the rest of us in the, in the newspapers, uh, on some kind of media? Um, or did you know anyone personally that was involved? Um, no, I heard it on, uh, in the, in the news somehow and went to the first hearing, um, at the family court. Uh, or the second hearing, I'm not sure which one, um, because I knew the dynamics of the corruption of family court, and I felt that um, I could be an asset to watch what goes on in the hallways of family court um, and the dangers that Justine would be in with um, all these vultures hanging around her. And um, And the one thing that hit me the hardest is when these group of activists um, came to her rescue to help her. They put her on the stage with Steve Ballone, and that was it for me. I that was it. I, yeah, let me, you know, just you mentioned Justina. Um, she is Thomas's mom, and uh, and she is, uh, you know, she has uh, got to be living a nightmare beyond uh, belief. And was tried to, it, it, she was tried to uh, be used as a political pawn, I guess, by Balone and uh, Balone administration, uh, maybe even the, the district attorney's office. But uh, let me, you know, again. Let's let's give people that don't uh, have a familiarity with the Thomas Volva case, and if you can, uh, just give us a little bit of a history of what happened and what you know to be true, and and what it, what happened in this terrible nightmare. Well, uh, you know, it, it's no secret that family court um, destroys families. They're not there to um, protect the child. They're there to make money, and if they could destroy a family or a child, that child stays in the system forever, and it's their paychecks, it's their new cars, it's their vacations, and it's their retirement. So they're going to do whatever it takes to continue the tragedy of, of, of a family uh, trouble. They, they in, enhance 
and they uh, they create and make it worse. And the Valva case is a perfect example. Here is a mother, and I, I can't speak directly for her of case course. in particular. She, she's the best one candidate for her case. She's the only one that could speak for her case. But she was a mom, a wonderful mom that did everything in her power to plead for help to save her children. And she was ignored by everyone. I never met her. Um, and I was at family court a lot. I never ran into her. I never met her. Um, I was also an activist saving other people, helping other people save their children. So I've been involved in it a long time. And um, the faith and the strength that Justina Valva has to endure probably the worst, most horrific thing Suffolk County has ever seen. This is not new to the world. As we know, there's a history of abuse to children. The way she handles herself and articulates what has gone on and how she filed the papers and pleaded and how she speaks and how she shines her faith in God is is um, a lesson for all parents. She's like our hero. She is our hero. And for anyone to um, diminish that, um, I've, I've fought with a lot of people who say that they're out there, that they're activists that have put her down or said bad things about her. I, I will not allow that or tolerate it in any way. So I'm, you know, I'm the outcast. I've been practically thrown out of the court courtroom or, or thrown out or trying to get me out of the courthouse. Um, I'm very outspoken and I'm there to have her back when I see the vultures coming. And some of them she didn't see and she had to, she didn't take anyone's word for it. She had to see on her own. And I can understand that, you know, people, uh, don't want to, uh, see the negative. They want to find the good, especially in this tragic that she ha she's going through. And anybody who's coming forth to help her, um, you know, is a good thing, whatever. But when they're working for the other side and coming next to her, like Steve Ballone, is when we got real problems. What, what is she's not to cut you off, but uh, let me again remind folks Marie Tucker is an advocate and she is uh, she has been uh, so vocal and so active in the Thomas Valva case. And just uh, she has been there every step of the way and has been and fighting to make sure that uh, that not, nothing I was going to say nothing wrong could go, everything possibly wrong has gone and uh, and again people attacking the mom is just disgraceful it's like attacking attacking the victim and and we know that has always happened but Marie Tucker uh, has uh, has been outspoken on this and it has been absolutely tremendous uh, you know behind the scenes in front of the scenes wherever she's needed Frank McKay here with Marie Tucker, I didn't mean to cut you off, but let me go back to something you said. You you mentioned uh, Steve Ballone in this, and and of course his his handpicked district attorney is Tim Sinney. There is a there is a fundraising letter, and I know you you've read it now at this point, and I've read it. I've quite frankly have never seen anything like it. I I, I don't understand it, and I'm not sure 
why it was ever issued by the district attorney. And it's an open case. And I hope that it doesn't hurt the case, uh, what he did. But he basically, he, he mentioned Thomas, of course, the eight-year-old victim in, uh, in this horrible tragedy. And he, he mentioned him and he's asking people for money um, using this. I, in, in your mind, is there any, anything that's appropriate about this at all? Uh, is this a, a mistake? Is it, a, a, is it something he's trying to deny? Or uh, Just give us your take on this. Jim Sinney has already revealed who he is. He works for the establishment. He does not work for justice. He is all for himself. If he cared about justice, the Thomas Valver situation would have never happened. Uh, and, I'll, and I'll give you an example. Uh, when there's a family court issue and the parents are fighting and one of the parents um, violate an order that's put in place, the district attorney has to take it on and charge the person who violated the order. In some cases, there's a box that gives, it's checked off, that would give the family court the authority over the DA. And there's cases that does not have it. It's not equal across the board. It's not, um, uh, doesn't follow the, the law and the rules and the regulations apply only to certain people and predominantly uh, law enforcement. Law enforcement is separated from the everyday people. They get special treatment. In the Valva case, as we heard at the Huntley hearing, the detective said, he kept reiterating, right. Thank you. That he was law enforcement, that Michael Valva was law enforcement. He kept saying that over and over and over again, giving him carte blanche, um, letting everybody in and out of the house, not protecting the most piece, valuable piece of evidence, which was the home. When you have a crime and, it, and say there's a knife or a gun in the crime, they take that evidence and they put it in the evidence room. Well, a home is so big, you can't put it in the evidence room, but you can secure the evidence. Tim Sinney, law enforcement, 7th Precinct, did not secure the home. They let Michael Valva actually change his clothes while they were putting Tommy in the in the ambulance. Where where do you do that? Wow. How do you let him change his clothes? All his buddies were there. It was a big open house. No one secured the home. So Tim Sinney, Steve Ballone, all these people that are in charge are not doing their job for justice. It's all for their own gain. As you know now, his letter is evidence, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, I've never seen anything like it. My first reaction was that it, it must have been a a, a joke or, or a dirty trick on the other side. It's not. He, he sent it out from his email from his campaign email uh he's not denying it and and some people immediately jumped 
to me and said, "Oh no, no, this is uh, there's no way. It, let me try him." And they and they called and and he owed up. To, he owned up to the the letter and uh, again to different people. He sent it to all. Uh, you know, I mean, I, I assume thousands of of people. I would like for him not only to apology uh, apologize to Justina and and the the family, but uh, you know, issue a public apology, but also reveal who he sent it to you know how many people did he send this to i mean is this going to poison the the jury pool is this going to hurt the case is this you know by the way is is it illegal that's it's a an honest question it's an open case it's a a current case Uh, there are different i have judges i have uh former prosecutors i have uh, law enforcement people that swear it's illegal i don't know i'm not an attorney i but I've never seen anything well, like I, this. I would say I would say if he's getting paid as the head prosecutor for Suffolk County, he gets paid for his service, right? right. He has a salary. Yes. And and this is a case that he's doing under his job title. Yes. So it, it should not it should not be part of his campaigning to become the DA again. His service to the people should automatically, um, his reputation and all that should be there. For him to actually ask for money under under this case is, is just, it shows who he is. We don't really have to say much on who he is and who he works for now. Uh, dis- is, he, is he doing his job? Or is he, D- disgraceful. He, he, he's done two masters here, isn't he? I, I've, I've never, ever, I've been around politics for many years, I've never seen anything like this. I don't know. I don't know what, what he was thinking. I mean, were they drunk when they sent this out? Were they, uh, were they temporary insanity? I mean, who would send this out and think it's okay? I haven't heard from a single. I, I've been talking to hundreds of people since this letter went out. There's not a single person who who stands by this and says that this is a, a decent thing to do or an acceptable thing to do. I, I mean. It, Somebody welled up in tears when I talked to him in person. You know, I don't. I you know, I don't have the right to um, say who it was in person. But when they read it, they welled up. Yeah, it's unbelievable. I've never seen anything like it. He revealed who he was. We don't have to say much. The letter speaks for itself on who he is. Well, what could he do? What would you like to see D.A. Tim Sinney do? Uh, obviously make a, a public apology on this. And maybe, you know, any money that he raises in the next month or so, maybe he would donate that to some kind of victims fund or, or some something, you know. Uh, I, I don't know. I mean, what would is there anything that would make it right? He's already done it, so he can't undo it. But can he do something that shows contrition? Can he do something to admit that this is a terrible, you know, moral decision? I possibly legal. I mean, we'll we'll find out what the let the legal people say uh, about that. But uh, what could he do in your mind to make up for this? Well, the the, the sweet justice would be. Definitely, whatever money he made to give it to Justina, that would be my first right. uh, statement. If if he could correct and apologize, but now that he has revealed who he is, which we've already known who he is, I know personally who he is. I I witnessed it. I went to his verdict little hearings that we actually shut down because we called him out. He only had two of them, and the first one I. 
gave him the olive branch, and the second one I told him off. Um, but to to write this letter and to um, gain from such a tragedy during his work, that's his job. I I say he should be a resignation, and there are so many things against him criminally that all that should come out, he should be prosecuted. I mean, just he should be prosecuted. Uh, uh, amazing. I mean, you're not the first to say it. Uh, you know, people are, are talking about this, and I imagine so many people, this is going to be a big issue. He's running for re-election. This is going to be a tremendous issue going forward. I think he's got to nip it in the bud. And, and he's got to say, hey, I, I made a terrible error in judgment and moral error and a, you know, possibly legal error and just at least apologize for it and, and donate to Justina. Yeah, I would I would say donate any money that he's raised uh, because I mean, it's coming off of the the death of an eight year old, a, a horrible, tragic death of an eight year old to try to make money off of that. Uh, it's disgusting. Uh Marie, just uh, well, I, you know, you go ahead. about Tim Sinney, the fact that he has this case now under his wing, and that he knows that the system is flawed and broken, he's still continuing on other cases that parents are, that children are in danger. He's still continuing to protect the establishment and not the child. So he's got this big case in front of him. He knows all the things that went wrong. The evidence is clear that um, everybody closed their eyes because he was a, a law enforcement. He got away with what he got away with, and yet he's still allowing family court judges to steal, drug, abuse children. He's still allowing it. Amazing. Just absolutely amazing. Marie, un unfortunately, we're out of time. Maybe I can get you back for a part two uh, sometime in the very near future. Uh, you've you've done such a great job, not only on, on the Thomas Valva case, but uh, the, all throughout your, your life and your career. I want to thank you for what you've done. Uh, your advocacy has been uh, noticed by so many people. You have a wonderful reputation. And Marie Tucker, thank you very much for being here. Thank you. I, I just want to make, can I just say one thing that's Please. really important? Please do. Tim, um, uh, one thing, you know, I'm very uh, law savvy and I've uh, educated myself. One thing that I've never saw ever, which is one of the most horrific, even though the judge allowed all the evidence to stay in the case, the way the DA handled Shannon Curdy. Shanna Curdy, which was uh, Michael Zauer's law attorney, uh, divorce attorney, I have never seen the DA, a prosecutor, do everything in his power to protect and correct the defense's witness like they did with Shanna Curdy. Wow. Noted. They actually protected her from her perjury and her lies by showing in detail how she could have made the mistake and lied. They actually protected her. And we could go into that because you know we're out of time. But th that is huge. That's proof. Listen, come back and let's let's talk about this. Let's talk about the case. Uh, no one's been following it as closely as you have. Uh, again, congratulations on all your success 
in uh, in your advocacy and just wonderful work that you've been speaking up uh, on on behalf of people who don't have a voice. Uh, so thank you very much for that. Thank you very much for being here. One more thing to say that Please I, go. My, my, Justina's faith as a mother, she's the most strongest, powerful mommy I have ever met. And out of all the people in the world, she's the only one that I can fully 100% say I trust. And I am forever grateful to meet her, to see uh, uh, of how she handles what has happened to her, 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 her pain, how she turned it around and how well her two boys are doing now. And people have to look at that to see her, her faith and how close she is to God and, and the power of God that could make a mommy um, handle what she is handling. So we all, we all need to look at that. And, and and highly respect who she is as a person. I mean, as a parent, so, my heart goes out to her. My wife's heart goes out to her. And I guess any anyone can just uh, empathize with the, the nightmare of something like this happening. We, if the unthinkable happens. Marie, keep your thought. We want, we want you for a part two. And to everyone out there, please, um, Marie Tucker, uh, Tucker, T-O-O-K-E-R, uh, look her up. She is uh, she's done wonderful, wonderful work on the advocacy side of this. Uh, Frank McKay signing off, and to, to Tim Sinney, uh, get out in front of this. Apologize, donate the money to Justina, and and just uh, get out from under this. There's nothing more distasteful that I've ever seen or that anybody's ever seen. This is terrible, terrible uh, action on your part. Just get ahead of it. Apologize, admit it. And just uh, just move on. Uh, Frank McKay signing off. We'll see you all next time on Breaking It Down.